Inflation is one of the hottest topics out there on the news channels, and it also is hurting us all when we go to the grocery store and we go to buy the things that our families simply need. So on this episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast, we're going to talk about what causes inflation, what is inflation, and also some of the things that I think that you and your family can do to combat inflation's effects on your personal finances. Hope that you enjoy this episode. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with certified financial planner, David Chudik, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. So before we get started with talking about inflation today, I have some exciting news and I'd love if you would check out our new and updated website www.weeklywealthpodcast.com. Couple items of interest. So if you click on the follow button, it's in the top right-hand corner. That'll help you to follow our show on all the major podcast platforms. That way you'll get notified when new episodes come out. And also, if you click on the contact button, that'll take you to my schedule and you can schedule your 30-minute call where we can talk about your financial hopes, your financial dreams, and some of the other 30,000 foot level aspects of your financial situation. And we can even discuss if you have any next financial steps. So check out our website, www.weeklywealthpodcast.com and let us know what you think. And hey, if you click on the microphone button, you can leave us a message. So leave us a verbal message and let us know what other podcast topics you would like for us to cover in future episodes. Okay, so let's jump into inflation. So what is inflation? Well, inflation really simply stated is the general increase in the prices of goods and services over time. So you've noticed it, I've noticed it, and everybody's noticed that things just simply cost more lately. So let me give you some examples. So according to usinflationcalculator.com, back in 1980, a dozen eggs cost 84 cents. Uh, back in 1990, a dozen eggs cost a dollar and one cent. Moving forward to 2000, a dozen eggs actually went down to 91 cents. 2010, $1.66. And 2020, $1.51. And then in 2022, we were up to $2.86. Let's look at bacon because who doesn't love bacon? So back in 1980, pound of bacon was $1.46. That jump into the night 1990, $2.12. In 2000, it was $3.03. Let's jump forward to 2020, $5.58. And then 2022, bacon was all the way up to $7.31. So as we can see, things tend to rise in price. Um, and that's just the mere definition of inflation. So what causes inflation? Economists refer to one of these causes of inflation as demand pull inflation. And basically this is the old supply and demand conundrum. So when there's a bigger demand for the supply of goods and services, that simply causes the prices of those goods or services to increase. Another cause of inflation is money supply inflation. And basically, when the government puts more money in circulation, that reduces the money's value and purchasing power. So when the central bank puts more money in circulation, like maybe during the stimulus times of COVID, that causes 
prices of everything to increase, even though we all have some more money in our pockets. And the last type of inflation that we're going to discuss on this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast is called cost push inflation. And really simply put, what this means is when the underlying costs of producing a product and service increase, that's going to ultimately increase the cost of the uh, of the product. So if wages increase significantly, that's probably going to increase the cost of the end product. If let's say oil is costing more for a factory to have uh, their supplies delivered, that is going to increase the cost of the end product. So cost push inflation is when production costs rise that increases the final cost of the product. So now that we've given some really, really overly simplified explanations as to what causes inflation, let's talk about a few steps that you can take in your own personal life that can help you to combat inflation. So the first thing, and this shouldn't be much of a surprise if you've listened to any episodes of the Weekly Wealth Podcast, but this is a time for us to be purposeful. So let's know how much money we have available to spend on certain items. And let's use uh, food and groceries as an example. And then let's also know how much these items are increasing by. And then we'll have some decisions to make. So let's say your typical budget for buying groceries for your family is, I don't know, let's say $100 per week. If buying the amount of food that your family truly needs to eat is now costing $120 or $110 or more than $100, well, then you have to figure out a place where you can do one of two things. You can either earn another $10 or $20 a week, or you have to cut another $10 or $20 a week somewhere else. It's that simple. Case closed. It just that's the only way that the math can work. So if you're spending more money in one area, you have to figure out a way to earn more money. And that could be through a side gig or through more hours at your job, or potentially if you're a commission-based person working harder to earn more commissions, or if you're a business owner, you have many ways to be in charge of your own income, or you just have to spend less. Because if you don't, then little by little, you're going to just gradually, gradually, gradually slip into debt. $10 here, $20 there, $30 there. And over time, you'll have thousands of dollars of debt racking up because you are not being purposeful and not noticing the increased cost of your basic uh, necessities. Now, I don't like this fact. It's no fun for me. These issues affect my family as much as they affect anybody else's family, but it simply is a fact. So item number one, is uh, know how much the increases are and then make adjustments. Either figure out a way to earn more money to cover the cost of the increases, or you have to figure somewhere else where you can cut just so that the math works. Okay, item number two goes back to another financial basics, and that's just determining needs versus wants. So let me tell you a little story. About two months ago, uh, I was doing some work on our home's deck, and we needed to do a run to uh, Home Depot to pick up some more supplies. So I told uh, one of my kids, hey, if you come and help me load some lumber, I'll take you out to dinner. You can pick the restaurant, and we'll, uh, we'll go wherever you want. So we loaded up some lumber. It was 120 degrees, it seemed like. And then he decided that he wanted to go to a really famous fast food chicken restaurant. So that was fine. We go through the drive through We order the combo. And I hadn't eaten at this place in a while. And it was $11.50, $11.50 for a number one combo. 
So I held up my end of the deal, but um, and I bought him the uh, the chicken combo meal. But guess how many times I've been back there since then? Yeah, it's been zero because fast food in this particular restaurant or any restaurant for that matter, it's just not worth it for me to go through a drive through and spend $11.50. So one of the best ways for you and for I to fight inflation is to just simply not participate in it. So I have the choice how often I go through the drive through with my family. You have the choice on how often you go through the drive through with your family. So I run across a lot of people that complain about prices of things, but they never stop buying these things. So if you are in the business and if you keep raising prices and people keep buying your stuff, why would you stabilize prices? I mean, that's just common sense. So if there's an area of life where there's a want and not a need, and again, fast food is a want, not a need. We need food. We don't need the drive-through. Um, we need vehicles. We don't need luxury vehicles. Um, we need homes, we don't need luxury homes. So if there are areas in your life where you have wants and you feel like the wants cost too much, you have the choice. You can buy it or you cannot. But I, but what I don't like hearing is people complaining about the prices of wants when these are really wants instead of needs. So this item really talks about being purposeful and knowing what you're doing with your money, telling your money where to go, and um, just being disciplined. So uh, what do you think about this one? Don't participate in the inflationary cycle. If there are things and items and services that are wants and not needs, one of the best ways to fight inflation is just to simply not buy them. So let me know what you think, David at ParallelFinancial.com, or let us know by clicking on the microphone icon at our website, www.weeklywealthpodcast.com. And you've heard it on other episodes. I've talked about the formula income minus expenses has to equal greater than zero. So there are two ways to make that equation work. The first way is just to spend less money so you can decrease your expenses. But a lot of what this episode is about is that expenses are simply increasing. So there are some expenses that we can reduce or eliminate, but we still do need to eat. Uh, Housing prices still are much higher than they were in the past. There are legitimate inflationary forces and prices are going up. So what about working on the other side of that equation? And that is your income. Well, you've also heard me talk about it many times that we are all paid based on how easy it is to replace us. So think about some ways to become less replaceable and think about ways that you can increase your income. So it used to be that uh, your parents and your great-grandparents, they worked at one job for their entire career, and then they retired from that job and they had a pension. Well, that's just not how things work anymore. So it's possible that a job switch could be what is in store for you. It's possible that a side gig or part-time job can be what is in store for you. If you're a business owner and if you haven't raised your prices and you're complaining about how many, how much it costs uh, for your supplies and your inventory, well, then you kind of need to raise your prices. And I know that keeps the cycle going, but we have to do what we have to do. So think about all of the ways that you can increase the income side of the economy equation. The simple equation of income minus expenses has to equal greater than zero is something that we all need to work on and we need to work on both sides of the equation, but don't neglect the income side. 
So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope this gave you a few insights on how to deal with inflation. I do encourage you to take this inflationary time and use it as an opportunity to look at your needs and look at your wants and maybe even develop some new disciplines on how to live without your your wants if they're not within your financial reality. Or if you really, really want these wants, you got to change your financial reality. Those are the only, only two options. So if you have any questions about anything money related, you can always email me, David at parallelfinancial.com. Or like I said, go to my website, www.weeklywealthpodcast.com. Click on the contact us button at the top, and that'll take you to my schedule. And then you can schedule your 30 minute appointment. So make sure you're being purposeful with your money. And I would very much appreciate if you would share this podcast with any, any of your friends, any of your families, any of your colleagues, and any of your coworkers. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You can do that directly from our website. And until next episode, I wish everybody a blessed week. Thanks, everybody. The information contained herein included but not limited to research, market valuations, calculations, estimates, and other materials obtained from Parallel Financial and other sources are believed to be reliable. However, Parallel Financial does not warrant its accuracy or completedness. These materials are provided for informational purposes only and should not be used for or construed as an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security. Past performance is not indicative of any future results.